Hello, and welcome to the Care to Change podcast. We're grateful that you've joined us as we begin a new series this month on purpose, hope, and healing. Today, you'll be hearing a conversation between our director, April Bordeaux, and one of our therapists, Jean Crane, as they discuss how to find your purpose. Thank you for listening, and we hope that this episode will provide you with practical solutions for positive change. Welcome back, everyone. This is April Bordeaux from Care to Change. I'm so glad that you're joining us for this new series that we're starting here in September. Uh, You may or may not know that September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. And so we have all kinds of resources about um, how to recognize signs and um, risk related to potential suicide. And so Um, If you are struggling, I want to urge you to please reach out. There is hope. Um, There is a purpose for your life. Um, Healing is available for you, um, which is why we've decided this month, instead of talking about suicide, we're going to talk about some of the antidotes related to suicide. And we want to remind you all month long while people are talking about suicide that you have purpose, that there is hope and that healing is available. So this whole month, Um, The episodes that you'll be receiving from us are all about this. And um, again, if you're struggling, I want to urge you to reach out. Um, But in the meantime, today, we're going to focus on how do you find your purpose? How do you know that your life has meaning and there is purpose in your life? And this is a huge topic, a big question, no matter what age and stage that you're in. So please stay with us. Um, This is the reason why I've asked Jean Crane uh, to join me again today. She's been on our podcast many times, has been in the helping field for, um, gosh, more than 20 years, um, helping people with this very question. So Jean, thank you for tackling this super hard but important topic today. For sure. I'm so glad to be here. So those of you um, that have been following us, you know who Jean is. Um, If you've come to Care to Change, you know who Jean is. Um, and so you can look at our bio on our website, but Jean, okay. So just for fun, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, one thing that you just love to do for fun. Um, I could play volleyball for hours on end until my body stops working, but it used to work for hours, like seven, eight, nine hours. Wow. You know what? I believe that because recently we were playing volleyball, you and I, (laughs) And you said, we have to be able to get to, I don't know what the number was, 50 or 60. I forget that number. We're like, we are not going to dinner until we can get this many passes back and forth. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to get this finished. So I Forever believe the that, competitor. <laughs> believe that to be true. And we did. We got that we got number. It. Whatever the number was, we got it. Um, so the, the topic today is how do you find your purpose? And it's a big question. I'm not even sure where to start with that. So Um, Why don't you just start with giving us some thoughts about, you know, how do you, how does someone find their purpose in life? Yeah, I'm so glad that we're talking about this topic because it's actually one I'm really passionate about Mm -hmm. and, um, and personally have been grateful to find purpose for myself. So Mm -hmm. um, I did when thinking about that, I just, 
I was thinking, well, I'm going to share a little bit of my story along with some ideas here too, just because I'm grateful to God for the way that he's helped me find my purpose. But I want to start with this. There's this great verse in Ephesians 2, um, Ephesians 2 verse 10. It says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Mm. So what I love about that is that you have one, you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. Every single person has a purpose. There's nobody that was created by God with no purpose. And I know that it's hard to see that. And in different stages of life, it can be really hard. You know, when you're growing up in middle school, it's hard to think what the purpose is or high school or, you know, all of the different stages. And even as we get older, sometimes like things change and developmentally. But the good news is that God created us in advance. He designed us with a purpose. And I really believe that he wants us to live that purpose out even more than we want to. So we're all looking for that purpose Mm -hmm. and knowing that he wants to help us find it, I think is a great thing. So just to know everybody has a purpose and the Lord created you for that purpose. And when you find it, and I really want to talk about some specific strategies for that today. When you find it, that is, that is the best life. I'm, you know, we, I always look at the celebrities and think, you know, they, well, they must have it all together. They have all this money and success and fame and stuff. But if they don't have purpose, if they don't really have a why behind what they do, Mm -hmm. it can be so sad. And we see that in their lives. Mm -hmm. But for those of us who are living the dream, like I feel like I am as far as finding my purpose and being able to live it out. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have that than, well, I'd like mon- more money, but yeah, right, rather have right. that than all the celebrity status. Yeah. So it, it can feel so empty. And that's how people that have these meaningful, successful careers, but are not living their purpose. Mm-hmm. And they come and they say, I just feel empty inside. Yep, exactly. And it's mm-hmm. okay. That empty feeling like, um, what is this all about? Why am I doing all of this striving? Um, that might be more of a, a question that's, well, what is the purpose, mm-hmm. right? So exactly. I'm glad that you said that, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, a couple of questions that I want um, you to wrestle with if you're listening to this. So depending, it doesn't even matter what stage of life you're in. I think two great questions when you're getting started with like, where in the world do I find what my purpose mm-hmm. is? Which I think, again, we've all asked ourselves that. Mm-hmm. But the first one is, what am I passionate about? Mm-hmm. So I also think that God created us with certain passions. I remember listening to this sermon by Craig Rochelle a long time ago, and it was about our burden and that everybody has a burden. So he said, you know, you're watching TV and you see those really sad commercials with animals and you just break down weeping. And then someone else can see that and say, that's really sad. But then they hear about a water crisis in Africa and they break down weeping. And each person has like some area that's kind of a burden for them that they're really passionate about. And so just figuring out what that is, I think is a really good way to start. That doesn't mean that we're always going to find a job that fits exactly with that passion, but it's a good place to start as far as what's something that I could pursue that really gives me a why behind what I'm doing. Mm. So even if you're working a job, say you're a high school student, you work at Subway, which is a great job, but maybe not like Mm -hmm. your purpose, but you're volunteering and trying some things out Mm -hmm. and figuring out what you're passionate about that could lead you into the next step Mm -hmm. for, you know, where you want to go with your life. Um, So I'm thinking of this family that used to be in our life group a while ago, the Deardor family. And um, it was so obvious they were living out their purpose. They adopted four special needs kids. And that was their purpose. You know, the wife stayed home with them to do everything 
anything she could to help Mm. them. And the husband worked and then, you know, came home and just that was their thing. And they were living out their purpose. And it was there were times that it was hard and stuff, but they were passionate about helping kids who needed to be adopted and who had special needs. And it was really cool to see Mm -hmm. them living out their purpose. So, again, it's not just a career choice, but it's a lifestyle Mm -hmm. of like finding a why. What are you passionate about and how can you move towards that. And you just said something I want to highlight because it's such an important point to remember and to keep in mind. Um, Just because you're living a life of purpose, or maybe you think you've found God's purpose for your life, doesn't mean there won't be hard times. Because I heard you say right in the middle of that, like they had these kids and it doesn't mean things weren't hard, but that was their why. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just because you have this um, path that you're walking on that you believe that you're supposed to be walking on, doesn't mean that there aren't moments of really, really hard in it. Yes. In fact, especially for a person of faith who says, I'm following God's calling and purpose for me, they're probably, you can almost guarantee it's going to be hard because we also have an enemy. Right. So there's a verse, John 10, 10, it says, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come that you might have abundant life. And I actually think of abundant life as living out your purpose. So this is God's plan, but the enemy's plan is to destroy Mm -hmm. you from being able to live out your purpose. And so he's going to do all kinds of things to try to attack you in Mm -hmm. your pursuit of living out that purpose because he doesn't want you to live that purpose out the purpose that God designed you for so So good so good so you said you were going to share a little bit of your story was that in how you found your purpose in being a helper yeah yeah so I'll say really quick you know the two questions I would like to have people answer as they start this is what are you passionate about and what are you good at so what are your skills and talents Um, so just sharing a little bit of my story, um, I had no idea that God was at work even when I was growing up, um, helping me develop certain skills and it wasn't because they came easily. So my dad was a pastor and, um, also the head of a denomination of churches. So we moved a lot. So I grew Mm -hmm. up my first 10 years in Washington state. Then we moved to Phoenix, Arizona. I lived there three years. Then we moved to Chicago and I lived there four years. Then we moved to Iowa. So I moved all of these times and it was, it was not easy. And there are lots of hard things, I think, in my life because of those moves and my identity and figuring that out. But one skill that God knew that I was going to need later was the skill of being able to talk to people. And Mm. so because I had to move so many times, I had to figure out how to have conversations with people and, you know, people from the West Coast, people from the South, people from. So I feel like he was at work in my life. I didn't have any idea what I was going to do with my future, but he was already working Mm -hmm. in me to help me build the skill of having conversations, which is definitely part of the job as a therapist. And then I graduated from a public school and um, I was super excited to go to Wheaton College, a Christian college. And I thought like, this is going to be so great. Like everybody at Wheaton is going to be Christian Mm. and like, you know, kind of feel the same way I do about all of the issues and stuff. And then um, my freshman year, I moved in with a roommate who had experienced significant trauma in her life. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really been exposed to a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like even in that, God was saying, I want you to meet someone and get to know this person person closely and be up close and personal with her life to give you an even greater heart for what that looks like in someone's life who's been through trauma. But again, I didn't know what I was going to get myself into. And and this is the funny part of my story. And I do not suggest this for any college student picking a major. But here's what I did. Mm. I looked at the different majors at my school. I figured out the one that cost me the least amount of hours. And I picked that as my major, which is a really bad idea. But it was communications. 
And that's what's so funny that even in that, God knew, well, she's yeah. going to be communicating a lot. So I, I picked a major that I could graduate in three years and finish with less loans, I guess. And so got out of there and um, and I went and worked for an insurance company. And I really liked my job. I loved my coworkers, but it just didn't really feel exactly like the fit. And I, I was wondering, and I remember being 21 years old and being like, is there going to be something that's like that fit that I feel like, yes, this is what I was made for that kind of matches right. who I am. And so my dad was friends with this guy who's a psychologist who's still in my life today. And I appreciate him so much, Dan Rumberger. And, um, and he said, well, Jean should go to this conference called the American Association yes. of Christian Counseling and just check it out, see what she thinks. So I'm like 22 years old and I fly down to Dallas, Texas by myself, go to this conference. And it was there that I felt like, okay, I think this is what God wants me to do. He wants me to pursue a master's degree in counseling psychology and move into this field. And now I am living the dream because I literally yes. love this job and feel like it's where my you know, the skills that God was building in me and my passion for people and helping them and caring for people who are struggling come together. Right. And so I feel, I feel really blessed. And that's what I encourage you listeners is, you know, finding that out. I did not know the path that God was taking me forward on the whole time. I was just taking the next step and, um, and God was leading that mm-hmm. path. And so I also kind of want to mention a couple things that might get somebody off track. Right. Just so that, you know, those would be things to avoid when you're looking for. So before you list those things, I just want to highlight a couple of things that you said, because if the listener is saying, I don't know, I, I, you know, I like my job. I'm in a pretty good job. What I heard you say was, you know, you were working, you know, in insurance, but you were wondering, is there something more here? Like, am I missing out? And so it was sort of like a heart feeling like, Mm -hmm. is it, is there something different? And So I think, you know, um, and you didn't know that all of those steps would lead to where you are today. And it's so much easier to look in the rear view and say like, oh, no wonder I had to go there. No wonder I went there or whatever and say, oh, that was really God's preparation for for the next step or whatever. Um, But if you're listening and you're saying, yeah, I'm in a job and it's a good job. Um, but it's not really touching the deepest heart, you know, Mm -hmm. or it, I'm not, I'm not helping those that I'm burdened for, Mm -hmm. or, um, what was your question is like, what are you passionate about and what are you good at? Mm -hmm. Um, are you using or doing something that you feel very passionate about Mm -hmm. and are you doing what you're good naturally good at, Mm -hmm. um, and skilled to do? And so, um, I want to just highlight that. Thank you for also sharing that story because it does highlight sort of, you went one direction and then you said, no, there's got to be more to yeah. this. And even just stepping out and say, okay, I'll go to this conference. Yeah. And then it forever changed your life. And I know you still go to that yes. conference all these years heading later. heading up there next month. So that's amazing. So yeah. um, you then you said you have some things to avoid doing. Share those. Yeah. So the first one um, kind of goes along with what you're saying. And that is that sometimes we think we need like the 10-year plan from God before we right. take the first step. And I totally get that because like sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like I'm kind of confused about why I would go this direction or why I feel this leading or why this door seems to be opening. And so one risk I think is if we say, well, I'm not going to step forward and move because I'm afraid. I don't know what the 10 year plan Mm -hmm. is. And I got to know that 10 year plan before I take that first step and or the first year or whatever. And sometimes it's a journey of faith. And I think that's kind of like God can be working. And even if you, uh, 
you're stepping out in faith. We were just at the Global Leadership Summit, um, and they were talking so much about like stepping out of faith, and you don't want to miss out on something because of fear. Right. You want to step out on faith. So even if you step out on faith, you feel like you know you've prayed about it, and God seems to be opening a door. I encourage you to go through that door because even if that doesn't end up to be the last door that you go through, you'll probably learn something from it. And God has some some you know part of the circuitous journey to get you to the place where He wants you to be by stepping out in faith. Mm-hmm. And I know it's again that kind of leads into my second thing, which is which is fear. So knowing the ten year plan, we don't always know it, and then also the fear of the what ifs, mm-hmm. and that is scary. I mean, I think we've all been there where we've been like. <gasps> If I take this job or if I, mm-hmm. you know, make this decision or if I go back to school for this, what if? What right. if I fail? What if it's not the right thing? What if? And sometimes that can hold us back. Then we just feel paralyzed and we just say, stay where we are because it's comfortable. And I just want to stay in a place where I feel like, okay, I know this for sure. There's guaranteed income here. Or, you know, at least I know I can do this job. Mm -hmm. But I encourage you to step forward into faith if you feel like God's calling you. And again, that's a bit of a feeling. It can be kind of hard to figure out exactly where God's calling you to. But I trust him. He says in James that if we ask him for wisdom, he'll give it to us. And so I think that he is trustworthy for us to say, okay, God, I don't want to go anywhere that you don't want me to go. And so I'm calling out to you, asking you. And I, um, my husband and I, when we make big decisions, we usually try to spend at least 30 days in prayer um, about that decision, which sometimes you don't have 30 days. But, you know, if you know, like, I'm trying to figure out, should I go back to grad school for something or should I go to college and major in this or which school? I think it's good to say I'm going to spend some concerted time in prayer Mm -hmm. and even fasting, which believe me, when you fast, you're starving. It makes you think about Mm -hmm. prayer um, that you're saying, God, I don't want to go where you don't want me to go, but I want to step out in faith so clearly please show me what doors are opening, what doors are closing so that I can walk forward and not just be paralyzed in this place. Right. That's so, so good. Um, you know, taking the first step, we say it and we hashtag it all the time. Take a step, take a step because, um, walking in your purpose requires action. Yep. So it isn't something you can just think about and feel and wonder and pray like it does require action. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you're saying don't wait for the full canvas um, to be painted before you Mm -hmm. to pick up the the, um, brush and begin coloring, right? Or or painting like you have to begin painting your your canvas. And um, sometimes it is nice to, okay, here's what it's going to look like. But you know, um, rarely, I don't know, I'm going to have to sit and think about it, but I'm thinking of examples in the scripture. Did God say to Abraham, Hey, this is what I'm going to do other than I'm going to bless you and make you into a great nation. But he said, pack up your, your family. Right. Right. Like, well, what's the next step? What's that mean? Where am I supposed to go? I mean, how are we going to do this? Let me do some numbers. Hold on. (laughs) Right. Like very rarely did he give the very ending picture other than just like, I'm going to be with you every step. It's time to take a step. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said, you know, don't wait until the end, but to step out in faith such that's so good. That's so good. Yeah, and the last point I want to make, and I think that um, this one might be a little bit hard to hear, but I think it's really important for us to all evaluate, 
And that is, um, are there any sin issues in your life that might be causing you to not be able to receive the blessing of God and find that purpose? And the reason I bring it up, I am a sinner just the same as all of the rest of us. So it's not that I don't sin, but my desire would be that I would surrender every area of my life to the Lord. And so when there's a sin that's like a recurrent, unconfessed not repented sin, because um, we, we might struggle in the same area over mm-hmm. and over, but it's our heart attitude. The thing is that God really wants our hearts, and He's going to want your heart more than He wants you to do the thing, right? He right. wants your heart. And so if there's an area of sin, like I want to you know move forward and find my purpose, but I'm going to continue to hold on to this one thing, whatever it is, because I want that for me. I think that sometimes God's not going to give that full blessing because He's going to say, I want your heart, and then I can give you all that I have for you. And so um, just, you know, thinking through moving forward, even if you don't have the full 10 step plan, moving forward, even if there's some what ifs or some anxiety related to it. And then as much as you can, confessing any areas of sin and surrendering those areas to Christ so that he can fully bless you. You know, um, in scripture, it talks a lot about the Holy Spirit and like, you know, don't grieve the spirit, which is, which is the sin issue. Don't quench the spirit, which is not doing something that he's asking you to and walk in the spirit, which is moving forward Mm -hmm. in the spirit. So Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of an easy way to say those three things. Don't grieve, don't quench, but walk in the spirit. And he is going to open up doors. Your life and your purpose is going to be beautiful. And you know, what's so cool about all of humanity is that we're all created differently and we all have different purposes. And when we're all living those purposes out, great Mm -hmm. things get done and people can live that abundant life that God has for us. So, so good. So rich. What other tips um, do you have? This is so good. Well, I have a couple of resources that I think are um, good ones for people. Okay. Um, So this was a big thing. I think when I moved here to Indiana 20 years ago, every church in the whole country was doing The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. But the truth of the matter is, it actually is a really great book. Right. So um, maybe we can like bring it back. Right, right. (laughs) Um, So I really like that one. And then... um, the book Try Softer, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's it's a book about a therapist, but mm-hmm. it's helpful to all of us as we think through mm-hmm. um, what are, you know, we're always trying harder, trying harder, but mm-hmm. what if we just try softer? Right, right. Um, yeah. And then uh, I know another resource that we have that might help someone to understand themselves a little bit more. Uh, we have a couple of therapists here that are trained in the Enneagram. Yes. Right. Um, and that's another good resource to say, well, who am I? Yes. You know, and yes. how was I created and, and what do I do with that? Yes. You know, those natural giftings and yeah. uh, personality traits. And so the Enneagram would be helpful. Um, and, it, you know, if you if you're not sure about it or how it works, I would encourage you to reach out to us. So. Yep. Jane, thank you so much. I know that this topic of finding your purpose cannot be addressed in, you know, one episode of a podcast. So I recognize that. Um, I also know that you've done a really good job of packaging sort of the, you know, the questions, what are you passionate about? What burden do you have? And what are you good at? As well as, you know, not waiting, you know, uh, for the full picture, taking that first step in faith, doing a little bit of self-examination to find out what's stopping you from taking mm-hmm. that um, blessing that's really yours, the blessing of mm-hmm. living your purpose. And so I appreciate the way that you've packaged this together to share with everyone. So thank you again for being with us. You uh, bet. So Thanks much. for having me. 
Um, and you know, for those of you listening, um, again, I, I, I realize this is a big, big topic. Um, how do you find your purpose? And do want to recognize Kali, you know, it can take a period of time. It's not you wake up and say, this is my purpose. Although let me say it does happen. Some people do know, but if you're listening, you're like, I don't know why, why am I here? Um, what about all of these things in my life? Tell me that there's some purpose, um, especially for those people who are hurting and who have been through hard things like, well, what's that have to do with my purpose? Why do I have to go through all of that? I mean, there's so many questions um, left unsaid. So if you're struggling with this topic, if you're like, I don't know what my purpose is, if you're sitting there saying, I just don't have purpose, what I want to say to you is take the bravest step you'll ever take and reach out to someone who will talk this through with you and walk this through with you. Of course, as always, you know, that's why we're here at Care to Change. It doesn't have to be Care to Change, but the important thing is, is to take that step and to say, I do want to live a life of purpose and meaning, and I want to live um, God's purpose for me and, and really um, accepting that you have purpose. Like Jean said, the scriptures say in Ephesians 2 that we were created um, and, and pre-planned, you know, we, God knew that, that we were here and we would experience what we have. So if you are struggling, um, with your purpose, if any of this has touched a nerve and you're like, Oh, I'm not sure what to do with that, you know, walk it through, create some space for yourself to, to, um, feel that and think it through. And then, um, if you're not satisfied with where you, where you land, please reach out and call us. Um, it really is why we're here and we want to offer you some really practical solutions so that you can, to live that life of purpose and experience that change that you want. You know, in the meantime, obviously, I always, you know, uh, invite you to follow us on our social media and check out our website and all that, et cetera, et cetera. But we'll put some information in the show notes so that you can have these notes as well and, and share with those who um, might need it. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a whole series again this month about purpose and hope and healing. So join us next week as well. And we'll chat with you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Care to Change podcast. To see resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes below. If you have questions from this episode or would like to hear more, please reach out to us on our care line at 317 979 7133 or email us at help at care We invite you to follow us on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and YouTube to hear more about our conversation topics. Again, we thank you for joining us and hope we have offered you practical solutions for positive change.